Hey, John Lund here for my good friends at Modesto Toyota. Did you know for over 54 years, people have been driving from all over Northern California to Modesto Toyota? Why? Because of the great deals and a huge selection to choose from. Over 13 acres of new and used vehicles. And it's no secret the Modesto Toyota has a large selection of certified used Toyotas as well. The best new cars make the best certified used cars. Certified pre-owned Toyotas have a seven-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty and one-year roadside assistance. Modesto Toyota always has a tremendous selection of trucks, cars, and SUVs, all at great low prices. So... Whether you're looking for a new or certified pre-owned Toyota, my good friends at Modesto Toyota, Kevin and the whole crew, they have the one to fit your needs and your budget. It's absolutely worth the drive to Modesto Toyota. Go to ModestoToyota.com. Check them out online, ModestoToyota.com. And Marquette King going to run with it. He's got a shot at a first down. He has a first down and out of bounds inside the 40. Marquette King on 4th and 24. That ball was skipped back to him. I know all this fighting stuff's going on. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Marquette King. The ball skipped back to him. And it looks like he's going to be, it looks like he's going to either get it blocked or get tackled. He runs around to the outside. He can run. He runs for 28, 29, 30 yards down the sideline. <laughs> there you go. 27 to be exact. Yeah, you nailed that. That's amazing. Fourth and twenty-four. Uh, great to be joined by Marquette King. It's been a while at Marquette King. Make sure you're following him on Twitter. The former Raiders punter joins us courtesy of the Uma Guest Line. Hey, Marquette, how are you? I'm good, man. Good to hear from y'all, man. I miss y'all. We missed you yesterday. What? You blew us off for a photo shoot? No. <laughs> what was it? No, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've been doing music. I've been in music heavy, and uh, I had to shoot a video, uh, a music video with. Uh, I know y'all know this player. His name is Sewell Cravens. He's very well known. Oh, yeah. He plays with the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a good friend of mine, and we just, we're just out here creating. He leaves tomorrow, so I might go straight to San Diego with him. <laughs> well, since you brought it up, I, I was I was trying to bring your music up yesterday. I was having problems, but uh, it, you mentioned punter music. What is, What exactly is punter music? <laughs> Well, because everybody likes to put punters and kickers in this weird box. Like, we only just kick and punt, you know. So, I mean, I just decided to call it punter music because I'm sure if anybody didn't know who it was, they would be dancing to it for sure. <laughs> and I can picture you right now waiting for the direct snap out there. So, where are you now? I know you were in the XFL uh, this past year or this year, whatever the hell time we're in. You haven't retired mm-hmm. yet. Are you still available to, to punt? Where are you at right now in your and your, I, I know music is your thing now, but you're what you're great at, mm-hmm. which is punting. Have you retired? Or where are you at? Not at all, man. I'm just waiting for a call. I'm just waiting for a lunch date with the coach that that because uh, coaches so called call football teams family. So if it's a family and you want to get to know your players, you take the time to get to know them. So I'm just waiting for somebody to make a phone call, man. You know, I feel like, uh, and I feel like I did really good. Uh, I think I led the XFL last year and. I think what it was, um, coaches, uh, I guess it was something being said around the league where I was like, uh, wasn't taking football serious. But I mean, it's a game. You know what I'm saying? So like, you're supposed to have fun and enjoy yourself. And I can't perform good if I'm not, if I'm taking it so serious. So yeah, we, if I'm not we, having we, any kind of fun, I don't perform. Well, we, we always remembered that about you. You always had fun. You were always light. I, I would think that, that, that teams would like that. 
Yeah, it was, I don't know, it was a little difficult uh, with the Broncos, so I'm sure uh, whatever went on, uh, whatever was said from that area uh, probably wasn't the right message. So, I don't know, it's, it's tough, man, but I'm I'm here, I'm ready. Like, I'm, I know ain't nobody in the league playing the football like I am, so. Yeah, I mean, people got to. People got to know who you are, and I, I think there is a little bit of a pushback for a guy that's having too much fun. I mean, football, everybody's so serious in football, especially in your room. So I, I haven't mm-hmm. seen you since the Raider thing ended. So what happened with mm-hmm. Chucky? And then I, when you went to Denver, I thought you're going to lead the league in at least gross punting. I mean, with your, your powerful leg and that altitude. So what happened with you yeah. and John to leave the Raiders, and why didn't it work out in Denver, Marquette? I, I don't know what happened between me and John. Uh, I, it's funny because when I tried to go there to meet him, that was the same day I was told I'm going to get let go. Um, and obviously, it's, I mean, it's a little deeper probably. Ain't, ain't no telling. But um, I was really trying to get a chance to know who he was. And uh, I even texted him. I even texted special teams coach, and I was just left with a read, a read receipt, you know. So I was like, oh, okay, well. And then uh, so I ended up getting let go there. And with the Broncos, it was a three-year, seven-mil deal. And within the first two years, if I was to make all-pro or pro bowl, then I get three the, the third year. And I'm like, shoot, well, sign it. Because they're trying to come up with these excuses like uh, he might be an issue, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, that was like two years ago. And, um, shoot, I signed a deal. I get into practice in the first day of practice. All right, we're going to change up your kicking style. We're going to make you kick like this. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, mm. so I'm not going to be able to get that uh, that third-year deal. Because a lot of people were wondering, like, a lot of people thought I just sucked when I went to Denver. And it's like, man, first of all, when I got let go from the Raiders, I had a fire lit under my ass to, like, just work, to grind, put in all this work, and then just be, just dominate. Now, I don't think I had the best mindset because I had a, uh, I had a uh, retaliation mindset. And, uh, like, I'm going to get back at them. I'm going to show them, but... It's not about showing somebody else up. It's about just doing your best, and then your success to speak for itself. Uh, so obviously, I, I was taught a different lesson. But at the same time, like um, the special teams coach from Denver was really trying to force me to change my kicking style, and it made me so unhappy. Like I hated football when I altitude, my bleeding from the altitude in the mornings, and I was just unhappy. But and it's like I, it's kind of like uh, if you go back and look at my Twitter. Instead of me, like, uh, putting how I really feel, I kind of, like, subliminally put how I feel. And it was like this little dog in his crate that was trying to run, but he was trapped in his box. And that's how I so, felt. So what do they want you to do? Nose down? Directional? What, what do they want yeah. you to do? So, uh, you know, when I was in Oakland, I would face whatever direction I wanted to punt because you're just taking a straight line. But with Denver, with uh, the special teams coach, it was face if I wanted to kick the ball right, I could face right oh. and punt right. But if I wanted to kick left, I had to face right, drop the ball on the outside of my body, and swing my leg around my body to kick the ball left. And the ball wouldn't go no higher than the ceiling, like probably the ceiling that y'all in. It was weird. Oh, and then, like, the, after practice, the players would come to me in Denver, like, bro, what the hell was that? And I was like, bro, I'm doing what I'm told. Like, hey, this is what this is what the coach wants, so I'm just doing what I'm told. So, it just and then I ended up tearing my act up there, and that was tough. That's when I just completely went through depression for a little bit. Marquette King is joining us, of course, a former Raiders punter. 
at Marquette King. He mentioned his Twitter. Make sure that you're following him there. <clears throat> Let's talk about uh, what's going on, obviously, racial equality, trying to get racial equality in our country. And I, I saw something really cool that mm-hmm. you did. You're in Arizona, and you tweeted this out at the end of May after uh, there were some riots, obviously, in Phoenix. You said, it's a better way to do this, so check this out. Since I'm a resident of Arizona, I'm going to be in downtown Phoenix around 10 with gloves and trash bags cleaning up the city. All races are welcome to come clean the city with me. Officers should come uh, too. Let's get to know each yeah. other. And uh, I know it was picked up by some local TV stations, and it seemed like uh, all went well, and it was a success. Yeah, it was fun, man. The police didn't come, and my, my intentions for getting the police out there was to um, – because it's similar to, like, sports. Like, a lot of people want to know that athletes are similar to them, and we all have emotions. Uh, I think one of the coolest times as being a Raider was when uh, me and Papa and Lorenzo – we were all dancing uh, when we were at training camp. Y'all remember that? Like I was recording like a <laughs> Yeah, I we do. And, stuff. and I was the yeah, best dancer like, by like, far. Come on. <laughs> 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 no, it, 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 it takes stuff like that. Like, uh, shoot, I've seen you on TV before, man, and I've heard your voice before, and it was so cool to get a chance to experience that with you. And people just want to see that you're human, and uh, that's what I wanted to show. So, And plus, when you're trying to get a point across, you don't tear your own stuff up to get your point across. If you're going to tear something up, make sure you, you're calculated with your moves and you have an intention behind it. But, uh, man, we were out there scraping, scrubbing windows and stuff, and I just wanted everybody to just get together and of all races and just get a chance to understand each other, know each other, because that's what it's all about, and that's how you can make change in a positive way. So that's what I was trying to promote. Yeah, and I know what a kind heart you have and what a good guy you are. Uh, racism is obviously a huge problem in the world, and it's a huge problem in our mm-hmm. country. Uh, I have seen racism within an NFL locker room myself. Yeah. Maybe because I'm a white guy, they're comfortable telling me things like I think like that and I don't. But I want to ask you, mm-hmm. because you you play the one position, and the position group, I mean, by and large, mm-hmm. if you were to break down punter, kicker holder, long snapper, I would think the highest percentage, including quarterback now, I would think at O-line would be they would be white guys that did that. So you were the mm-hmm. anomaly there. Did you feel racism in your small group? Because you guys, the three, uh, hang around all the time. You and the kicker holder, you and the mm-hmm. long snapper. Did you feel a little more racism within your own locker room sometimes, Marquette? Uh, Not at all. And uh, I think the unique thing about the Raiders is that um, – they were just different, period. I did research on them and everything uh, before I even got there. And uh, they're just all about if you can get the job done and it is what it is, like it don't matter what what you are or who you are. And that's one thing I really respected about Raiders. Um, but, I I mean, there's been instances where I've kind of felt a certain type of way about certain things and stuff. Um, uh, and it's definitely out there, you know. And it should be something that should be addressed because it's not like – we can come out of our mother's womb and choose what color we want to be. Um, and I, I knew, uh, I kind of figured that out when I heard a black person listening to rock and roll music, you know? So, I mean, everybody's different on the inside. And it, it's not the outside that matters, it's the inside. And a lot of people don't understand that. But a lot of people also taught that, so you got to unteach it. That's a great point. Marquette King is joining us, former Raiders punter. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a lot of discussion. Roger Goodell said a, a week ago, actually, that the NFL was wrong in, in the way that they reacted to Colin Kaepernick's protest back in 2016. Uh, were you a, a guy that was ever going to protest? And, and, and what do you think of Roger Goodell uh, 
apologizing, and do you think it's going to be any different now? Uh, I don't know. I think what we're going to have to wait on is to see what do they do next, you know. Um, he basically said what he said. Um, and it kind of sucks for uh, Cap because, um, I mean, he's not in the league now. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, I kind of I kind of feel somewhat the same way. Like, people kind of push you away from the game because of how they feel about you. And uh, they sort of kind of, like, lead you out of the game because of how they feel personally. Uh, and I definitely protested when everybody around the NFL protested that day when everybody just sat during the national anthem. Because when I feel challenged, then I'm gonna take the challenge. But um, man, it was—I don't know. I, I kind of feel bad for him, man. He definitely brought awareness to it, though. But I feel bad for him because I mean, it's a game that he loved, and then it goes from—I uh, don't know—it goes from—is it really the best of the best out there, or are they just playing favorites and just picking uh, whoever does? I don't know. Play or does things the way that they want them to do a certain type of way. So. You mentioned your, your protest. Um, are you referring to the night in Washington, that week three game when the Raiders were 2-0 in 2017, and we went there, and it was such a – that was the one night where the Raiders did protest. There was The game did not go well. Derek had a poor game. The offensive line and Donald Penn had a poor game. But I remember just in the broadcast booth feeling the hostility in the crowd – towards what you guys yeah. were doing because we were in washington dc obviously it's the nation's capital yeah did, did you feel it because i just felt like whoa this is closing down upon us what's going on here well i didn't really feel anything um i just i don't know it was a little weird though because you know you saw you should stand up for the flag but um i mean i didn't feel anything uh that much of a difference you know it was just I felt like I was being challenged, and uh, I was like, okay, well, and plus I'm a person that likes to go opposite anyway. Like, y'all know my personality, so, um, but uh, I don't know. I don't think it was about sitting down uh, because of just the flag. It was about the stuff that was going on around the flag. So that's what that's what Kaepernick was trying to bring awareness to. And, no, totally. and when you call out everybody in the NFL saying you better stand up and Call them, call them SOBs. Uh, yeah, they gon' they gonna probably do the opposite for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're talking about, you know, the the type of guys that are in the NFL. You tell them what to do. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's a bad idea. I know. I know. Well, that would be different if it was college, right? Yeah, that, that was ridiculous. And the whole league, you know, when yeah. he did that speech and fire the son of a bitches and all that. I mean, owners were <laughs> outraged. The whole league was outraged. That was just a weird vibe. So I know. Uh, man. This this whole virus thing, as far as the NFL and rosters, um, has any team reached out to you? Bruce Arians, the coach of the Bucks, uh, Marquette, was talking about quarantining a quarterback, where just stash a guy somewhere. And I was thinking of you. Uh, has anybody reached out to you? If our punter gets COVID, we'd like to have you. I mean, are you having any conversation about trying to get back into the NFL? I haven't had any calls yet. I, I'm, I don't know, man. It, I have these days where I'm like, man, is this for me or what? Because it's like, I don't know what I've done that was so bad to not be in the NFL, you know. Uh, I don't, I still don't get it. It's probably, I could be out there at a strip club throwing ones or like getting assault charges and stuff, you know, but I'm out here just dancing, having fun, enjoying life. 
just being me. Um, I don't know. It, it, I have my days where it's just, man, I hate football. Then I have my days where I'm like, yeah, I love football. It's going to be the best. It, it's definitely been a struggle somewhat, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I still work out five times a uh, week. So I'm still putting in work. It's just I'm not just having my days sometimes, though. But, no, I haven't had yeah. any calls. That's surprising. What does uh, your agent say? Do you, do you feel like you've been blackballed out of the NFL? Uh, I think I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm starting to feel like that's what it is because – there's no way I should not be getting any calls. It's, it's just weird. I don't know what I've done that was so bad to be in that situation. But uh, and um, I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Denver said something. I don't know. I'm I'm still trying to figure out what's going on because mm, it's just weird. And for me to hear, I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Well, look, man, we hope uh, we hope you're getting back in the league uh, soon. Good luck with your music. It's always great to get your insights. Good to catch up with you. You sound good. And uh, hopefully we can do it real soon. Thanks, Marquette. Man, thank y'all. I miss y'all, man. Keep staying positive out Love there. Love you, brother. I'm going to come to the base. Let's go to a yeah. bar when I get out there. Hey, John Lund here for my good friends at Modesto Toyota. Did you know for over 54 years, people have been driving from all over Northern California to Modesto Toyota? Why? Because of the great deals and a huge selection to choose from. Over 13 acres of new and used vehicles. And it's no secret the Modesto Toyota has a large selection of certified used Toyotas as well. The best new cars make the best certified used cars. Certified pre-owned Toyotas have a 7-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty and 1-year roadside assistance. Modesto Toyota always has a tremendous selection of trucks, cars, and SUVs all at great low prices. So, whether you're looking for a new or certified pre-owned Toyota, my good friends at Modesto Toyota, Kevin and the whole crew, they have the one to fit your needs and your budget. It's absolutely worth the drive to Modesto Toyota. Go to ModestoToyota.com. Check them out online, ModestoToyota.com.